If you view like inf these inflammatory processes we talk about, uh, the, when you have someone that is say inflamed, it's it's not just say in your muscles yeah. or uh, it's 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 everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's every part of you. So it's in your brain as well. So what you see is if you can get people into state in a situation where they have managed to. Uh, reduce some of those inflammatory markers down and in a position to be able to adapt. It's not just muscle function that improves, it's it's the mind. Their the whole demeanor changes, yeah. everything changes. So we see we see that all the time in here where people just completely change their whole outlook on life. When you're trying to talk to someone um, who is in that kind of unhealthy state, it's very different then once you've actually got them healthy and in a, in a position to be able to move on, you can get in then. Yeah. And we see that that type of physiology, we see uh, sort of, for example, things like depression, etc., as being having real physiological underpinnings. Yeah. If you can get people into the position where they're actually exercising in the right way, which we would say was, is in zone one, which is what we do here, um, it's amazing the different levels of uh, of adaptation that they'll get to other things and when you start to speak to them it's like speaking to a different person. Yeah. Hi my name is Andy Ramage, welcome to my podcast where I attempt to share the story behind the story of thought leaders, authors, athletes, everyday heroes and alcohol free adventurers who have found meaning and purpose through their work while also sharing some of their greatest wisdom. Let's do this. If you want to age strong, protect against disease, reduce inflammation, increase longevity, whilst also optimizing your weight to look and feel great, then you've got to hear this message. Kristen Daly, former West Ham and Scotland captain, has a new passion in life, helping athletes and people just like you and me, so I've trained with Christian for many, many years, to live strong, long and healthily. That's what it's about. It's a longevity formula that Christians unlocked because when he retired, from football, he went back to study sports science. He's then since been refining this system over the last 15 to 17 years with elite athletes. And he's finally, only just, and I've been working on this for years, ready to share it with everyday heroes like you and I. Because in Christian's mind, we're all athletes and we need to learn this formula for personal monitoring of our health. Because I feel like so many of us have got no real idea are we getting healthier? or not as we age? Are we maintaining a healthy, strong balance in our life? We've got no idea. This is a monitoring system, so it completely empowers you. It's aligned with everything that I do. Total empowerment over your health. It's a formula, the Zone 1 Health and Longevity formula that everyone, in my opinion, should understand and partake in. And that's why I've teamed up with Christian, Emma, and Rosa, and the Zone 1 team to start delivering a four-hour workshop virtually and in person. And we're going to run another one of those towards the end of August, early SEP, and we're going to open that up to our listeners and people that are connected to myself. This is the first time this has ever gone out. We've run a warm-up one with our Mind and Body Gym exclusively. It was a massive, massive success. And I genuinely, passionately believe in this formula. It's a longevity formula that everyone should know and understand. And it's incredibly simple once you know how to use it, it will monitor your health, it will protect you, it will keep you strong and healthy as you age. Our dream for the Zone 1 system is to make you metabolically 10 years younger. How cool is that? Everything's tracked. This is elite, elite, world-class stuff that I've been trying to share with people for so long. And I've finally got Christian out of the dark ages and into the virtual world where we can start to share this stuff with people. This interview with Christian is his first ever live about what he now does. And this is really cool and I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about trying to find the greatest people that we can possibly work with and then share it with you guys. And that's really what this podcast is all about. It's just a little warm up. It's just a little chat with Christian just to get in there and find out some of the stuff that's going on in his mind. He's thinking about health and longevity that we share with you today on this podcast. And don't forget, if you want to partake in a four-hour masterclass with Christian, the team, and myself, that's now happening. Super cool. And to find out more about that, you can follow at Zone One Health on Instagram and Facebook. Equally, go to andyramage.com, select courses, and there'll be an option for the Zone One. In there, you'll get all the details 
how you can come and train with us in person late August, early Sep, or do it virtually. But genuinely, the four-hour masterclass, the Zone 1 Health and Longevity Formula is something I passionate, passionately believe everyone should understand and partake in. All right, that's enough from me. Let's do this. Now, before we get started, a quick word from our sponsor, Athletic Greens. Yes, we have a sponsor out the traps for the podcast and not just any sponsor. Athletic Greens is the most comprehensive daily nutritional drink I've ever tried. And it was really important to me to align with a sponsor that were aligned with my values and a product that I actually used and genuinely have been using Athletic Greens for several years now. And I got into it when I first started to transition my diet from a very poor one to an optimal one. And it was listening to podcasts such as the Rich Roll podcast, the Tim Ferriss podcast, and later Wrong and Chatterjee's podcast, who are all partners with Athletic Greens. I thought, I've got to give this stuff a try. And it has been a game changer for me. My morning routine, as many of you will know, looks like this. I walk downstairs, fill up a large glass of water, drink it, fill up half full another glass of water, pour in a scoop of Athletic Greens, fill it up to the top, drink that I'm on the bike. Now, I know I might have freaked lots of Athletic Green users out who might be like, you can't put the Athletic Green scoop in the middle. It has to go in at the start or at the end. But that's the way I like to use it. And it's like my nutritional insurance because even with an optimal diet like I have now, life gets in the way. Stresses, lack of time, travel, all of those things are there to trip us up. But I know if I've had my Athletic Greens in the morning, I'm like, job done. And here's the thing, it is packed. Let me give you some of like the science and what's actually going on inside this drink. Each scoop's got around 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, multivitamins, multiminerals, probiotics, green superfood blends, and so much more. It basically fills all those nutritional gaps. That's why I use it. And this is where it gets interesting for you guys. Right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system, so they're offering my listeners a free, F-R-E-E, one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. Basically, you'll never have to buy vitamin D again. Right, so whether you're looking for peak performance, you're trying to just level up in your life, you're trying to fill those nutritional gaps, you're an alcohol-free adventurer trying to replenish your body, right, this is the drink for you. Simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage, right, and join the alcohol-free adventurers, athletes, health-conscious go-getters from around the world who make a daily commitment to their health. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. On this, Dave Walsh. Dave Walsh Dave is on. Dave Walsh is on. Hi, Dave. Dave Walsh is on. See you. We'll see you. Davey boy is on. I think Dave's coming in this afternoon for. Dave is coming some in this afternoon. Heavy deadlifts. A bit of deadlift action. So yeah. everyone can see it now. We've got the setup. This is the first time I've taken the fun side of the island show on the road, as it were. We've got the gym in the background. As you can see, it is a stunning, stunning venue. So I thought this morning what we'll do is I'll just speak to Christian about strength training specifically, because I've spoken about it loads on these channels, why it's important to me, to my family, to our health, and why we use it in a certain way just to optimize health. And that's what this is about. It is a health studio, not a gym. So I thought we'd just kick off, if that's all right, Christian, winding right back. We've got a bit of time to your football career. Mm -hmm. And people know you obviously well from West Ham, locally, especially Scotland, World Cups that you played in, but your career started what, 16 with Dundee? Yeah. Dundee United, yeah, yeah, played, um, well I went from uh, basically leaving school at 16 um, from, and playing under 16 football at boys club level and I did one pre-season with Dundee United and actually played the following, first match of the following season. So you are so in the first team at 16 or 17? At 16, yeah, just, right. just, it was, I was, I would have turned, I think I played about 16 years and 10 months I think I played uh, the first three games of the season I scored in my first three games so yeah it was quite a crazy yeah, time it. yeah it was really good really exciting so that's that's about 30 years ago is that right yeah so it how is, was, 30 years ago yeah how has sort of nutrition and uh, exercise evolved since then what were you doing then that you don't do anymore yeah I mean it's definitely uh, changed a lot um, I would say that, that 
I had, as a kid, mm. growing up, numerous uh, injuries and issues with my body, uh, just through natural growth spurts, etc., and probably just a bit of a lack of understanding of um, how you'd maybe put in some kind of preconditions before you would actually go into the level of intensity that that I was uh, that I was playing at. Uh, I mean, I was I was I was playing for Scotland, say from the age of fourteen. Uh, and if if you think the probably the amount of training that you would do with your boys club on your own yeah. um, with Dundee United youth teams and with my own boys club teams and, and the amount you're playing, um, it was nothing was really monitored. Um, we did no so real, no tracking, no tracking, no, no strength training as such. Um, there was very little kind of understanding of aerobic systems, etc. But it was still, we just played loads of football and did loads of other sports and we just kind of got on with it. And also from a nutritional perspective, I mean, at Dundee United, they're quite what would be perceived as being well ahead of the Mm. game in terms of nutrition. Um, But when I think back, everything was uh, high carbohydrate and everything was as much carbohydrate as you can get in the better and as many calories as you could get in the better almost. I mean, I remember handing in my diet sheet and saying, look, this is what I eat. Yeah. And thinking there's so much sugar on there. But then they were saying, you need to just add in maybe a bag of liquids, all sorts of that. They, be on fine. top of all On the top sugar. of what you were having already. So yeah, there was there was things like that. So, um, but again, you can look back, they were doing everything they could at the time, yeah. knowing what they knew. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so what I've been doing over uh, my sort of lifetime is trying to find the optimal ways that the, in which the human body functions. And I was doing that right through my career and I've managed to hone that more uh, since I finished playing. And uh, that's been like my, my big passion where yeah, I do what I do now. Underpinning of, of everything you do. Yeah. And I think that's the important part, isn't it? Even though we're talking about Christian as a uber athlete, what you do now is for everyday heroes. You don't train no. the label, train yeah. the human yeah. that sits behind the label. And that's what I've loved about working with you for, for many, many years now is that it's not about um, whether you're going to be an Olympic athlete, of which we might have some of those in this room, potentially. Um, It's about actually just humans, and all humans respond the same, whether you are a premiership footballer or you're a stay-at-home parent. It's the same stuff. It's the same unit. So everything that happens in here in the Zone 1 Health Studio is exactly the same underpinning as if you were a professional footballer, or you an everyday hero. It's the same stuff, because we're humans, right? And we all respond to the same set of preconditions. Yeah. And I think that's your journey, and what I love about your story is that when I first got to meet you, it's really simple, but it takes a lot of courage to do the simple things. You've tested everything, haven't you? You've tried everything with yeah. numbers, and then worked out what works and what doesn't work, and then honed that into a set of like really simple techniques that are done well. And the important part about that is that they're done well. Yeah. and that you are there to assist and make sure everything's done technically right but when it's done right with a nutritional plan and zone one training the results are massive but before we get into that i just want to maybe share your story of how this began with your daughter who was a great athlete and then she was starting to suffer a little bit and that started to get you uh, thinking a bit differently well it was something that we used to see uh, in general in, in athletics especially I mean I, although I played football I was a great lover of the pure physiology that's uh, involved in, a, in a pure athletics yeah. know, whether running and jumping and throwing etc um, so I, I ended up coaching my children were athletes and I ended up coaching uh, athletics as part of just my general development mm. as well and uh, taking my own knowledge in there but also wanting to, to get an idea of what was going on within the athletics world and I was over time become increasingly frustrated by what I saw because I could just see a huge number of what were at the time mostly we had young athletes uh, maturing athletes children who were probably you know, between the ages of say let's say 11 and 18 um, and going through that sort of peak height velocity, yeah. uh, real changes in their kind of uh, menstrual cycles, etc., for females. And all we used to see a lot of the time was um, a lot of ill health and a lot of problems and a lot of inflammation that was seeming that seemed to be emerging. And you'd have the odd one or two athletes that were coming through, and far too many were training really hard. We trained Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. 
they'd be working harder and harder, um, but they seem to be uh, almost regressing in their development a lot of the time. You get one or two who were maybe moving on who were tolerating this type of training and too many were going the other way. And I could see that, for example, my own daughter was one of them and the more she trained and the harder she trained, they, she, you would almost you could just see these inflammatory systemic inflammatory markers appearing, and um, if you now now that we understand what was going on there, I mean it's not just the training. This is bodies are changing at an unbelievable yeah. rate at that time. Um, they've got so many uh, exams going on at school. They've got different things going on in their social life, um, and when you add all these factors in, the nutrition was something that was definitely it's never looked at within yeah. these young athletes and nobody's really ever coaching that either this just seems to be your any system and this is what happens and if you tolerate it that's it if you survive the system if you survive you the system it. so i i was increasingly concerned about this and started to go and take her different places obviously i was doing more research and yeah. saying okay i think i am starting to get to grips with the understanding there's the physiology behind this so i'm going to go to people who i would regard as experts and say okay look this is what's going on what do you think of this you could i could find no one even in even in the in the fields that the in the in the, the world that i was in and within elite football had access football, to all athletics. sorts of it's amazing you could it? find almost no one who had that type of knowledge that was yeah. required to understand this type of systemic inflammation in these young these young kids which prevents adaptation to exercise that's that's what it does so it's it's healthy athletes that adapt Unhealthy athletes, unhealthy people, you see it all the time. You can bang your head off a brick wall all the time. Nothing really happens. You have to therefore get the athlete into almost what we term an elite level health. Yeah. And then you can develop them and then from that you can perform. So we have a just, three match. We jump we'd, in there. Yeah. That's just absolutely. a really important bit because what you're just saying there about athletes is exactly the same with an everyday yeah, person. It's isn't exactly it? it's the same. Well, first. we our everyday people that come in here, we term them all athletes. We yeah. have everyone that comes in here we regard as as an athlete. It's they're, they're not, it's we, we're training them the same as we train anybody any athlete. If we had an Olympian come in, because um, we've trained people who are now going to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, and we just train Tara. My wife train Tara, Tara is going to run. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Half everyone. Everyone. Yeah. So it's but the the same thing applies if an athlete is. Or a, or a person is unhealthy and they've have these kind of systemic inflammatory markers that you would probably if you take blood samples you'd be able to see those and you can actually just see it in people and you can you can see it when they try to pick things up or lift or when you put heart rate monitors them and look at the aerobic systems etc you can see these changes and um, they just don't adapt the same so our key the key for us is to first of all get them in a position where they're healthy yep then they're in a position where they're able to adapt to adapt once we've got them in that situation we can then really start to move them on when you've got them in a position where they're really moving on if they want to compete in something they can but always coming back to that healthy base all the time this is brilliant and this is why it's zone one this is a health club and i love that concept that's why i've been drawn to it's not a gym it's not that at all it's a health club it's about setting those preconditions yeah. to get healthy and what you said there's so important because this is the thing for like the average person middle-aged person that's beasting themselves they're doing their hit sessions they're breaking down they're getting injured they're getting frustrated and getting nowhere it's probably caught because the foundations of their health are not in place so they're not adapting to the exercise that they're doing yeah so you take it from the other angle get healthy first basically through dietary changes strength training heart rate zone training get yeah. in those preconditions and then when you start to lever it up you adapt to those new changes and then yeah. boom you push on yeah. and you see dramatic changes in people's mindset as well as their body absolutely absolutely yeah i mean um if you view like in these inflammatory processes that we talk about when you have someone that is say inflamed it's it's not just say in your muscles yeah. or uh, it's 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 everywhere yeah. it's everywhere it's every part of you so it's in your brain as well so what you see is if you can get people in the state in the situation where they have managed to uh, reduce some of those inflammatory markers down and in a position to be able to adapt it's not just muscle function that improves, it's it's the mind. Their demeanor. Their whole demeanor changes, yeah. everything changes. So we see we see that all the time in here where people just completely change their whole outlook on life. When you're trying to talk to someone um, who is in that kind of unhealthy state, 
it's very different than once you've actually got them healthy and in a, in a position to be able to move on. You can get in then. Yeah. And we see that, that type of physiology, we see uh, sort of, for example, things like depression, etc., as being having real physiological underpinnings. Yeah. If you can get people into the position where they're actually exercising in the right way, which we would say was, is in zone one, which is what we do here, um, it's amazing the different levels of uh, of adaptation that they'll get to other things, and when you start to speak to them, it's like speaking to a different person. Yeah, so you can get in yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, you can get in. You can start to explain what you do, and then you've got they're much more receptive, and um, and then they they start to take control of things they do themselves. And that's one thing we're trying to do here is we we train and we monitor, but we educate. And when you educate these people, say, okay, I've learned this. I can take this and I can go away and do this. And I can take um, responsibility for my own health here. That's, yeah. what, that's what I can do. And they do that. So they start to change as a person, which is, which is brilliant it. for us to see. So they just grow while they're in here. Yes, there's a couple of things there. So I always talk about outsourcing motivation the right way. That's exactly it. So you come and work with Christian and the team, but you get educated. Who does that? Because normally you go to an environment such as this and no one really tells you what you're doing they just tell you what to do and then you walk out and if they're not there the you know one day the trainer or whatever it is you haven't got a clue what you're doing this is the opposite of that it's like education all the time so you get to take control of your own health yeah. which is so important but something else about there's a great book called the inflamed brain that i read which is brilliant and we've discussed mm -hmm. this before which is the idea that they used to believe that nothing could really cross the blood brain barrier but now they know there's certain sort of neurons that can get across there and what they believe is from a evolutionary standpoint is that when there's inflammation in the body this makes perfect sense doesn't it for example if you had a virus we all know about that at the moment your body's inflamed from an evolutionary perspective the last thing you want to do is be running around hugging the rest of your tribe right because you're going to wipe everyone out so what they actually believe now this is real new science is that it gets across these neurons get across the blood brain barrier to say to your brain basically go into almost a, a depressive like state because we don't want you running around hugging the rest of the tribe withdraw so when there's inflammation in the body it's inflaming the mind which is making people yeah. withdraw and that ties in exactly what you see isn't it yeah. that then people when they get these preconditions of health suddenly vump their whole demeanor's changed their yeah. eyes are bright again they've got yeah. that like you see it here all the time don't you someone walking around like yeah some of the no, you've had some of the older guys in here in their sort yeah. of 60s and 70s suddenly walking around strutting their stuff yeah. again their eyes are bright again yeah. i mean it's it's like uh, it's almost miraculous at times i think that's why you're drawn to it and actually yeah. just on that note just going off a slight tangent what sort of led you into this obviously you've got harry's heroes many of you have probably seen that and like so many footballers we know of just their health and their demeanour has just completely nosedived, yet you've gone the opposite way. Mm -hmm. And what sort of drew you into this? Was it just more by luck than judgment? Not really. I think, I think I've always had a, a natural um, desire to, to, to learn how the body's evolved mm. to function. I mean, I've always been like that with, with everything. I mean, I've always been interested in um, what underpins anything. For example, even things like... Uh, the universe, for example, yeah. you know, I, well, I used to, I used to take, I used to be into take quantum physics books to the side of my bed and just sit, be sitting reading <laughs> this type of thing to try and understand the world of the very small yeah, yeah. and what's going on to atoms, etc. Um, it's all kind of stuff that you would never see normal footballers having inside of their bed when they're going on the way Probably the only two that read books. But, um, but no, but I've always been really interested in um, how the human body has evolved to function and look at how the body functions, and I just feel that if you can get to the bottom of, say, for exa example, how all these, this kind of complex dynamical system like the human body has evolved to function, you can start to go to the, you start to take it down to the cell and how does a cell function? What does that mean? How does it produce energy? And you, you st the, when you start to take it down to that, you start to go, oh, and I think that you, it, it finds a way, it finds a way to a set of principles and values that you just, if, if, if people have the time to sit and study the body long enough and you have that type of logic, there'll be a, people would come to pretty similar conclusion, conclusions. You know, there's a, there's a set of principles in there that, that, you would, that you would use. The body has evolved to function in a certain way. If you go back to say even times like our hunter-gatherer roots and say how we lived then and 
compared to how we live now. We're living in a very different way mm. from those devolutionary processes um, would have obviously been ideal from that and during that time, and uh, and it's led to some real complications in health that we see today. But um, but if you take yourself back to then, and what we do is we hone some of those some of that physiology that's and allow the body to adapt naturally itself, and then you can take that into modern day science and say, well, what does that mean? Because you can actually look at those markers now. And uh, and then what we do is simplify it right down. So we just we've just simplified what we do right down. We look at the aerobic system. We look at your strength. We look at your nutrition. We're looking at the cell and how that functions. Okay, so what are we trying to get from that? We're looking at your coordination. Okay, how can we make that as simple as possible? How can we give you as much return on your investment as we possibly can? And um, we've done that. So we use very few exercises. We use heart rate monitors to hone and constrain yeah. those heart rates and build that aerobic that aerobic system, that aerobic health. And then we have a nutritional strategy and you just end up, the we put numbers on everything and you, you can see the changes in that physiology. We can give you evidence of the changes in that physiology every day. You see people getting stronger, the muscle mass is going up, um, the body fat's coming down, the visceral fat's coming down, um, the, the inflammation's coming down. Everything is just moving in the right direction. They can interact with the world better. They feel sharper, they're quicker. They just pick things up better. You just interact yeah. in, in daily life. You just interact with the world in a completely different manner. And you can take control of that yourself rather than need any kind of uh, pharmaceutical intervention or anything like that. And so you just live this long and healthy life and uh, you're the, 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 the best that you can be. And like I said, if you, can, if you know what you're doing with that and you can take control of that, you can simplify it and put it into a short time frame and say, okay, that I can just spend this amount of time per day doing this and, and that's, that's it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can do that. It's, it's amazing. And it saves you wasting time. So we've just honed it right down, put numbers on the really important thing, watch you building your numbers. That feeds directly into your health status. And it's you're going all the way from like your sort of hunter-gatherer roots and how that how evolved yeah. to function all the way to the latest in say sports science and saying okay how's the body function this is how it's evolved to function this is what that means this is what we do there you go is yeah sounds so simple but it's incredibly complex but it's been simplified so that we understand it so you can turn up and understand it and work with the team and there's a few brilliant things that you've just touched on there and the heart rates is one and this mm -hmm. gives us the name zone one because it's all about training in heart rate and i thought we could just dive into that a little bit deeper because one of my passions well it is my passion is being alcohol free right it's the thing that i love and in this room rosa prudeau doesn't drink emma prudeau doesn't drink yeah. you barely drink these days yeah. if, if at all and what we noticed which is really important around heart rates. So Christian and I and the team, we worked with a set of brokers in the city and you know, monitoring all the time, tracking everything. And you start to notice the jump in heart rates when someone's been out on the source drinking. And it was dramatic. And it was a real, uh, I think, demonstration of how dangerous it can be if you've got no idea what your markers are and suddenly you get a huge jump in heart rate. Because I think you've noticed when people have had a drink, it's jumped by about 10 to 20 beats. Yeah, well, the heart, the heart rate monitor for us has been has been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so that, that was something that we've, we've always been doing this for, you know, probably really focusing it for probably 10 years now. Um, so we're really good at that. And um, we've seen some incredible things. And you're right. I mean, if you, if, if you see someone having a drink on a night and they come in the following day, let's say, let's say they're running at the normal run, they would run at, say nine minute miles yeah. let's say and they were at 150 beats per minute and that would be their zone one heart rate that we designated would be their zone one heart rate which in, in, we could it's we could explain more about them another time but that would be their zone one heart rate if they've had a drink the, that night depending on how much they've drunk when they come in the following day and we took them out we'd say right we're going to stay at your 150 beats per minute zone one heart rate and we go out you find that quite often that some people would be could be a minute per mile slower, yeah. um, a minute and ten per mile slower. We've seen people two minutes per mile slower. But also, what's quite interesting is that there's you can see the the differences in in that with different people. And if you've got two people who and you see this quite often, you'll maybe say you get two two friends who come in and train, and they've both been out. And it'll affect one person by maybe 
30 seconds per mile and an, and an alcohol and a night out will fix somebody else by two minutes yeah. per mile. It's had a big effect on one and a huge effect and just a kind of moderate effect on someone else. Um, so one person's getting away with it slightly more than the other and the other person's really putting themselves into kind of quite serious danger. But the great thing about training, the way that we would train them the following day is we would not allow them to run faster over that, over that intensity. Yeah, so that because, slows you down. But what you tend to find would happen is people don't monitor themselves. They don't know what they're doing to themselves yeah. when they do that. Um, so monitoring those adaptations is is amazing. I mean, I, I, another example is is things like going... Th another example how we use them is even going through puberty. We, we've seen kids going through puberty, for example, and you can actually, the, the amount of stress that's on their system when they're going through that time when they change and there's hormonal change, et cetera, it's amazing. Yeah. And it explains why if you train those kids too hard at that age, you, um, you're bound to in cause some kind of inflammatory. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You, we see <clears throat> jumps of 20 beats for the same intensity of run, same speed of run just through kids suddenly, say like a boy would suddenly hit the stage where he's got this kind of testosterone surge. And you have to be so, you have to be so careful what they do then. And this is the kind of thing that's, that's kind of missing yeah. in sport in general. Yeah. We, we now see those things every day. So we just, if, but if you stay within those, under, those heart rate zones that underpin that aerobic system and that physiology and that health, because it's all linked, it's incredible what it does. Rosa Predo, uh, Rosa who sat over there, um, Rosa was a severe asthmatic as a young athlete coming through and um, the, the difference in her, for example, that heart rate when she would, she would walk up a hill, for, run up a hill for example, she'd be wheezing, we used to take oxygen heart rate, uh, oxygen saturation monitors out with us on runs for going up hills just in case there was issues and things like that and, and obviously inhalers and different things like that and that general stress on the system it, over time it isn't healthy, and you you could see in her those inflammatory markers that, that would be there. You could just see it all the time, and she yeah. would carry that. So it, what we used to say to us, look, someday you're going to have to really work on this aerobic system, et cetera. Of course, so over time, Rose has dedicated herself to that, and her general health status has improved beyond belief. Yeah. The inflammation disappears, as we know from even, and this is all, you can see this in the literature, if you're prepared to look at the literature on it as well, you can see all this is backed by that. Um, inflammation comes down, you're in a position to be able to adapt, so you start to develop your aerobic system, your aerobic system develops. Now we don't even take an inhaler out. There's no inhalers, there's no, don't, don't yeah. even think about roses being asthmatic anymore, that's all gone. But you have to develop the underpinning physiology, um, that's, that obviously that's, that's the foundation of your health status. And then there's things going on at a, a mitochondrial level within the cell, there's things going on within a, a genetic level and how genes express themselves and what that means and how so then for how, the, how all these genes function yeah. and what, the, what their function is. They're meant to function optimally in a certain way. If you don't live properly, they don't and they do different jobs and everything goes a bit haywire. And then these inflammatory processes kick on. So we know that, so we say, if we can get the system into this kind of like this homeostasis, again, this, yeah. this healthy way that it's uh, low inflammation um, and optimize that, you create that foundation, you're ready to adapt then, so you know they can adapt to exercise and you start to and build on top yeah. of that and um, but you keep coming back to it all the time. And it's, it's incredible what happens. You the see dog. the same thing in, uh, in women who are um, going through menopause, yeah, same, the same, same type yeah. of thing. And you can really guide this. It is an absolutely incredible thing to be able to, to guide. And once you start to perform, because our strength training has done what we call in zone one as well, but with the, that aerobic system, when you start to develop that and start to understand what that is and start to, to, uh, to train within that, you realize that you can actually do a lot. It's yeah. not no pain, no gain. It's the opposite to that. It's like no pain and optimal gain. And then you're setting this foundation for any other form of stress you want to put in your life, whether that's a training stress or a life stress. Because we do, we do do some uh, um, some uh, intensity in our training, etc. And, and obviously the strength training we do and uh, the work has, has got intensity to it as well. But those those physiological adaptations that you get from honing that healthy aerobic system, using the heart rate monitors to guide that and guide your health and the strength and obviously the nutrition does the same thing. If you look at the cell, all these things yeah. are doing the same thing. 
So and um, so you, we we feel that we've just managed to hone that optimal balance just of all that whole system, of everything. Yeah, yeah and it, it um, works so it's brilliantly. Been, it's been uh, it's been fascinating to watch. So it's in general going back to sort of saying you've been fascinated. Yeah, it's just been a fascination and a journey towards looking at how the body's evolved to function. What does that mean? And getting into these heart rates and sort of being able to monitor people's health status with that heart rate is amazing. And it also it tells me when I'm ready to give someone some intensity as well. So obviously if someone comes in and, and they've been out, right you away, can see it you can see it. You yeah. can see it when they've not, sl not slept or whatever, and you say, no, no, we're just gonna, so we just stay in zone one. You wouldn't want to come out of that, you just stay within there. And, uh, and, and just even just to jump in, it's, it's, it becomes like your own protection system. Like I know that I would have been the classic guy in his 40s that killed over, dead. And I know that sounds extreme, but it's true because the lifestyle that I was living, I wasn't looking after myself. And I was a classic that because I was once a warrior, i.e. an athlete, I could push myself, absolutely beast myself. And in my mind, what I would do after a big night out is go and beast myself to sweat it out and get it out of the system. And then only now after training with Christian, understanding how it all works, what I realized is that my heart rate would have been massively elevated. It might have been up 15, 20 beats. Like if my resting heart rate at the moment is about 42. So that's, let's just say it wasn't then, it was probably closer to 68, by the way, it's come all the way down. But imagine that's almost a 50% increase in your heart rate. Then you go and beast yourself like you would normally. And it's no wonder that people keel over. And that's why this is like really, it's an empowering system. You understand your own numbers. Well, you just, you all are. you'd have been doing is adding into the stress. Yeah. And it, then it just becomes a stress tolerance issue. I mean, you'll get certain people who can tolerate huge amounts of stress and other people that can't. Um, yeah, and it is, it is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing to watch. Yes, I, I love it, every bit of it. And so that's, we're, we're talking about sort of overall health. I just wanted to touch on a couple of things that are really important for me as well about all of this. For example, like I would never have guessed in a million years that the one thing that I did with my two, two teenage girls strength training mm -hmm. and, and like cardio and zone one and I love it and my wife Tara is like absolutely into it as you all know love Tara she's here spends lots of time with you so she's done just, so well she has done so well but just yeah. to dispel a few myths around this like because predominantly at the moment the, the people that, that you train in here are female lots of teenagers mm -hmm. and there's always a bit of that sort of mythology isn't there around strength training and women for example that all of a sudden they're going to lift the weight and then they're going to get some sort of bulging muscles everywhere. Maybe yeah. you could just explain a bit about that. Well, I mean, it's, that's, obviously it's, um, it's very difficult for a, for a woman to put on any size whatsoever when they strength train. I mean, they don't really have the hormonal status to do that. But, uh, and, and I mean, this is, about, this is about being strong and being strong for your body weight and being strong for your BMI. Um, and this is about health. I mean, the, the way that muscles function, for example, the, the, when, you, when you build someone's muscle mass, it's, it's, it's more about um, the prevention of type 2 diabetes, the prevention of cardiovascular disease, the, um, being able to interact within the world better. You know, it's about hormone, hormonal function, etc. It, it, it just doesn't, that, that, that lifting weights and ending up big just actually doesn't happen you would have to eat an incredible amount yeah. of of food you know five six thousand calories a day you'd have to be on a huge training program the whole idea would be to get as big as you can that would be it that just doesn't happen i mean you'll see from your own daughter for example yeah, yeah. molly who's uh, who's uses for strength training for bali incredibly lean and strong but we want people to be strong further body weight or further BMI. We want them to be strong for that. And that's what we look at. Those are the numbers we look at. It's not how absolutely strong people get. Yeah. It's based on their own uh, size and stature, etc. And it's it, and it's it's health markers, prevention of type two diabetes, you know, insulin resistance, etc. that we are that we are looking at. And from our from our perspective, we've got say Emma Prido, who is obviously runs is part of what we do here and she is the number one endurance runner in the uk so that's endurance running so that's marathon yeah. for her age age, age group, rated, obviously yeah. over 45 um number one broke the british record for 20 miles last year and on the all-time list for marathon that type of thing. So it's endurance running, it's 26.2 miles. And just to jump in there, um, Emma didn't really start running until she was? 
in uh, f- uh, 40. 40? Um, I mean, it's and pretty she'd amazing. Ran, she'd ran, so she'd ran, she was at school uh, up to about the age of 16. And um, I'd, ran for a, I'd ran at a club. And, Doesn't drink. Um, I'd competed in Essex Championships and things like that uh, over the track in 1500 and that type of thing. And then had a 25-year break from not running at all. And, and in fact, stopped running for a lot of the same reasons that we've talked about. Yeah. The more she trained and the harder she trained, having a brilliant attitude, the worse she felt. The more inflammation she had, couldn't understand why she just, you're actually training more, training harder and getting worse. Yeah. And could, trying to work out these things as, as a young athlete, so we, that's what we can do, we can explain that. But if you take someone like Emma now, is doing the training she does, it's predominantly about this low intensity aerobic zone one volume that she does, but she strength trains. Now you can't, and she strength trains with we strength train, and she can pick up a 130 kilogram deadlift, for example. But that doesn't mean you're big, because yeah. you you can't be you can't be big and be and be runner. a marathon runner. Yeah. You you've just you've got to be lean. But you've but you're really strong, and it's all about health. It's about the health of your aerobic system. It's about this low intensity aerobic development. But we keep that muscle mass up because muscle mass is really important for obviously just general uh, force production. It's really important for just general coordination. Um, it's really important for uh, just obviously your general health status in in in, in the main. Um, and it's just it's it's just such a big thing for what for what we do, but also bone density. It's really important for bone yeah. density, injury prevention, and that's really important to us. So we probably spend maybe two or three months where we really focus on on that strength. We want to build that bone density. We want to build that that muscle kind of condition almost. Build that coordination, and it's and it's a, and it's also a sign of youth. As you as we get older. Um, you lose potentially five to ten. In, in fact, over the age of fifty, you probably lose ten percent of your muscle mm-hmm. mass per decade. decade and that yeah. that process is accelerating past the age of fifty, sixty, and stuff. And so you're looking to keep your body young. So and as you, if you get older and you lose muscle mass and you lose strength. And by the way, what's interesting, what we see is that people tend to lose strength first. So you'll get people coming in at fifty and they still look okay. But when you start to look at the numbers on the strength, you can see that already the aging process has kicked in. Right, okay. You can't necessarily see it, but in terms of the, the, the way, the way they, they say the leg would yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Um, but they've actually started to decline. And then, so the muscle, the, so the strength goes first, and then the muscle mass follows. And um, and what we're trying to do with people like Emma, for example, is saying, well, clearly the strongest we can keep you, if we can keep you with the strength of a 30-year-old, when you get to the age of 50, then surely that is a more youthful yeah. uh, system that you're working with there. And, um, and we know this from, from the literature, your cells will look very different, um, the function of the entire body will look different, will be completely different, it will be, like, it will be acting like that of a younger person. Um, the type of force production will be better. Um, it sets the preconditions for other types of strength, for example, such as reactive strength, and we use skipping ropes, yeah, etc. to hone reactive strength, stuff like that. If you combine that again, it also, what's great about it, it gives you a form of intensity. So it's a form of stress on the system, which is important, that helps helps with, uh, that we create a foundation of with, with the low intensity aerobic work. So we've got foundation of a low intensity aerobic work. You've got some of this uh, strength training on the other end, which doesn't build size. It builds lean muscle tissue and builds strength. And you've got this nutritional strategy that we use that's going along at the same time, which is reducing inflammation, etc. And then sometimes once you've got all that thing bubbling along, we'll stick a bit of intensity in. But always we know when to do that because it's monitored with the zone one yeah. heart rate, you see. And so this system bubbles along like that. So I, I said to Emma probably seven years ago, look, if you just, what do you think of this? Because Emma was helping me coaching up at Chelmsford. What yeah. do you think of this? Because we've been doing, we're looking at these and kind of, she's saying, that sounds brilliant. I'm going to do this. And so what she, Emma done was she just dedicated her life to zone one. Said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. And end up number one in the UK. From just watching Rosa going up to training. You go up and watch Rosa training up at the... And, uh, Sorry, just explain that. So yeah. uh, Emma's Rosa's... Mum, Emma's Rose's mum. That's mom. where it, the, the sort of connection came. Yeah, in. and Emma would just bring Rose up to training with me, say like ten years ago, up at Chelmsford. We'd be doing uh, with all our running group. Rose's trainers to be an athlete. Some as top, well, yeah. yep, yep. And Rose's fantastic talent was coming through and running, winning Essex champs and things like this. 
um, and we'd just be so. And, but always, have, always had some really good conversations about um, what we would see within athletics, what we'd see within the the way that people were training then, what that meant, and so. I, I asked Em if she'd come and say let's form a group and let's just start to implement what we do here. Just learning, and, just and put the, it into the adaptations yeah. that the these young athletes were having was unbelievable. I was doing it, was getting unbelievable adaptations. Uh, Emma was doing it, was getting unbelievable adaptations to what she was doing. And um and an and an interesting she, she she actually ran a marathon with her sister, I think probably let's say um, say six or seven years ago and ran in around about four hours within the space of a it's a, yeah, <laughs> yes, I know. and Emma's sister beat her actually yeah. Did you, right, and, Emma, um, for, and that's just let's just, Emma's older sister. let's just pause on that so Emma's not run for years and years and years comes back runs a four hour marathon which is and a, trained for it which is a good marathon and, and trained, trained for it, for it. Yeah. trained for it which is trained a good marathon good but it's, it's like not exceptional. She's a good runner. Yes, yeah, but she's a good runner. Yeah. And four hours is a good time. Yeah. And um, she was good. And she's she's obviously good natural endurance runner yeah. and has a level of talent. And um, and I said okay, so, but come and start to train. And as she got as she got training and we start to see the adaptations that emerge, you sort of going, well, hold on a minute. This could be uh, you could actually do something quite significant here. And then you end up running two hours fifty one. Yes, so at, Emma, age, at age 47. At 47, Emma, so, through that training plan, run two hours. And it's 51. just through a developmental zone one aerobic and strength training protocol. So, yeah. and that's and that's what so that's what's it. And but the strength training, you know, it's like it's that's a major part of it. It's not to get big. Yeah. It's to get strong. It's to keep you young. It's to prevent conditions, prevent heart disease, it's to prevent diabetes, and it's to, to develop bone density. Whole, whole, whole manner of, of physiological processes that it, that it acts on. So that's why we do it. Brilliant. I mean, and that's just such a, you can't get a better example of that. Emma's, you know, who's here as part of the Zone 1 team along with Rosa, they're just over there. They're going to come on camera any second. No, they're not. Lovely Rosa, you should come around. Oh, Rosa would be on in and, two seconds. Uh, just on that note. Yeah, she'd be getting Come on, Rosa. Yeah. Come on, Rosa, you got to come in. Let's bring Rosa on, the lovely Rosa. Rosa. You've been seeing this a lot. Yeah, you've seen, you've won. <laughs> Trust me, uh, you'll see loads of Rosa. So, on that note, just as, I mean, it's been such a brilliant conversation. I'll come to a couple of questions in a minute, but um, don't forget the reason that we're here today as well is, is to really celebrate and promote Zone One Health, this amazing studio that Christian, Emma, and Rosa have created for the first time ever. Like when we first met, you're in your garage. Mm -hmm. training out of your garage and then over to True Loves which is the back yeah. of a farm and it was freezing there was no heating yeah. I took a space in there along yeah. with you it was full of damp wasn't particularly nice yeah. and now we've got this beautiful studio out in Baddow Park in Chelmsford Essex and you can come and train with Christian Emma and Rosa I mean the, genuinely this is just a different level it's a complete no brainer I've been involved in sport and athletics for years and years and years there's nothing nothing that gets close to this as well but me and my wife and my girls we all train here one of my best friends Mark Kelly who's the for years for 20 years was the head of the academy at Portsmouth is coming up today from Portsmouth with his two boys that are both athletes to train with Christian because like it's that level but it's for everyone you know as I say yeah. my girls train here my daughters train here wife it's a real beautiful mixture it's a real family atmosphere and by the way it's not it's, this is not meathead place you're not going to get guys in here with like roided up it's that's not that vibe this is a health studio it's really important this is about all the principles that christian's been talking about underlying health we build that foundation and from there you get all of those markers coming together and you optimize your well-being that's what it's about and you can absolutely you, the treatment and prevention of all types of uh, uh metabolic health conditions mm. you know we see, we see so many people here with uh, type 2 diabetes type 1 diabetes with uh, heart heart conditions um We've had, we had someone coming in who was due, a 70-year-old man who was due a knee replacement, um, and who said, okay, fine, but if you're gonna go in for that operation, you should really go in there with a exceptionally strong uh, body, yeah, body yeah. because you want to learn how to train now, and you also want to build some muscle mass, etc. even though you're 70, you want to build some muscle mass, etc. You hadn't played golf for about a year, uh, you want to develop some muscle mass and can, and be able to move around a bit better than what you are and take yourself out of pain, etc. And, um, and so so we just worked with him for probably about a couple of months and then what happens is 
you start to say, hold on, maybe I don't need this knee replacement done. And then a year and a half later, there's no knee replacement being done and you're three rounds of golf a week. Yes, right. You yeah. see, so, and that's at 70 years old. So we have this type of thing. This is this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. So whether you're a young athlete coming through, looking to put in these foundations for the future, whether you're, you're in the whether you're older with certain conditions, etc., we have people with fibromyalgia, or um, uh, whether it's menopause, or whatever it is, you come in, you get yourself, you optimize your physiology with what we do, um, and then that is, you learn that that is the key to the treatment and prevention of all these kind of uh, diseases that we see everywhere today, and you just need less tablets and less intervention mm. from your doctor unless you just don't need that type of thing your health status improves dramatically so we just work on that all the time and really what it is it's just an, it's an education in that yeah and what we've done here is we've just simplified it right down we've yeah. simplified it right down so when you come in you know exactly what you're doing you work on the exercises that you do you don't waste time doing not not being very sure uh, what it is you need to do. We can we can guide that all the time. And that was our idea to just have a place where people can walk in and they can actually develop their health status right from the day they come in. They can monitor it. They can they can uh, they can watch the improvements in it. Mm. They can feel the adaptations, and then from there on, they can go into the world and they can do whatever they like from there. They feel completely like a different person. They feel powerful yeah. in the world, and uh, it, it changes people in so many ways. And that's what we get the buzz from. Yeah, you, I mean, and you genuinely do. And it's uh, you know, I've loved being a part of your story in this yeah. adventure over the years. And I think it is that empowerment. You know, I said that right at the start. But you come in here and you learn how to manage your own health. You understand how to lift weights the weights that you're lifting you understand how your heart rate zone works you understand the nutritional plan and then it's yours you're empowered with it rather than it being given to you and then if that person doesn't turn up nothing happens this is about like long-term management of, yeah. of your health as we age especially you know whether you're a teenager or whether in your 40s or 50s or 60s it's more important than ever and i've said this for years like the world's health studio should be full of 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds and 70-year-olds and 8-year-olds and 90-year-olds for the same reasons that we spoke about. Yeah. Like the body needs that muscle mass. It needs you to be strong because whether you're throwing the grandkids around or, you know, you want to be an Olympic athlete, it's the same foundational principles and that's what but I love. There's brilliant physiology, physiology on it now as well, Andy. I mean, like, I mean, if you look at the, uh, let's say, the powerhouse of the cell, of a cell, for example, is the mitochondria. It's a little powerhouse of the cell. If you look at, say, people in their 60s, 70s and 80s who are doing the type of strength training that we would do, um, big compound movements, they're able to pick up really good weight like that, and you start to look at the, the function of that mitochondria, which is producing energy all the time for you, for you to be able to live, um, it's, it's unbelievably enhanced. It's, it's amazingly enhanced, and this, this taps into what you'd probably term would be like a mitochondrial theory of aging. It prevents aging. It slows down the aging process. It Love promotes it. longevity. That's that's what it's doing. Uh, and and who wouldn't want that? I mean, yeah. who wouldn't want to just to be? You want to live a long, healthy. You want to live the maximum health span you possibly can. And then everybody dies eventually. But you've slowed that process down. You've you've managed to interact with your grandchildren, with the world, and with everyone around you. You've been it might be able to compete in things right the way up till the time when you finally. Keel yeah. over, yeah, yeah. But it's but that's what you want. You don't exactly. want twenty years of taking tablets and ill health yeah. and decline. It's, it's not it's not it's not what you really want. And then you'll probably die five years earlier. I mean, people who have got highly developed aerobic systems and who are stronger, they live longer. I mean, that's just that's just in the literature. Masters athletes, masters athletes who. Um, possibly because they train, obviously, but also because I think they rest better, they go to bed, their nutrition's better, uh, go to bed at the right times, for example, their nutrition's better. They, 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 have, they have, when they look into their cells and they look into th things such as telomeres, which are sort of um, biological markers for ageing, they age much slower. Yeah. And that's what you want to do. You want to slow down the aging process. You want to promote longevity. You want to prevent conditions. You want to reduce inflammation. You want, you know, you want to take away any kind of psychological issues that that systemic inflammation creates. And you want to live a long time and a long, healthy mm -hmm. life. And it's and it's amazing the difference that you feel when you when you are like that. And yeah. you don't need the doctors the same. And you don't yeah. you don't worry about cancers and about uh, and you you breeze through menopause much easier. Uh, that type of thing. So you know, and type two diabetes doesn't become 
a major mm. deal, which is what we're seeing all the time now with people coming in. They're either diabetic or they're pre-diabetic. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're seeing a bit of a belly, you're looking at at least pre-diabetes there. So you're looking at probably an inability to use fat as fuel. You're looking at you're looking at unhealthy mitochondrial function. We can change that. So you, and really, you need mm. to try and change that. Ideally, you don't have to be an elite athlete, but you can certainly have elite level health. Yeah. And I think we can take people to that. And uh, that's that's what our target is, is to help people to, to kind of understand that, but to still then go and live your life and exactly. do your, do things you enjoy. So of course you do that, but just a little bit of understanding what things do to you. Yeah, and I think that's a, a brilliant way almost to, to draw it to conclusion. It's that elite level health. Whether yeah. you're an athlete, stay-at-home parent, you know, 80-year-old yeah. or a teenager, it's the same thing. Yeah, All it's the, the same, same thing. thing for everyone, no matter where same you sit, thing. elite health. I think that's really cool. And then... Just before we sort of wrap this up, don't forget second, so today until Sunday, the, the Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory is open. You can come in and join and see behind the scenes, meet Christian, meet Emma, meet Rosa. I'll be around a fair bit as well over the coming couple of days. If you can't make it and you'd like to know more about um, Christian and Zone 1 and the team, Rosa, what's the handles on Insta? Zone 1 Health. So Zone 1 Health on Instagram, you're on Facebook? Zone One Health on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, follow them, take part in it. We'll be doing loads together anyway over the coming months um, for our groups and whatnot, because I can see the comments. It's been comment after comment saying, I wish I was in Essex. I'd love to be up in Essex. But if um, you're ever down, just come in. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so welcoming. Uh, it's, you just come in, and, we'll, and even if it's just for a chat, and just come and see what we do, and just, just like I said, it's so simple. You just learn the movements and learn what we do, learn how to monitor yourself. And, uh, and then there can be an ongoing sort of conversation that over time with us as well. So it's uh, our whole um, our whole dream has always been to have somewhere where people can just walk in and immediately have somewhere to go that's not necessarily having to go to the doctors or having to go to the, the hospital or having to go somewhere that was requiring any kind of like pharmaceutical intervention. You can just go somewhere where you can actually start to develop yourself. Um, for you and require none of that. So that was that and say, but you just need to know what to do. And so we've worked out what to do. We have a, we have a system that we work, but the self system self organizes around every individual. So that's what's great about it. So it's you'll do, you'll do something similar to other people, but it will be in your way with your numbers in your um, volumes and intensities, etc. And it's for you because everybody's about every different different ages, different yeah. stages, different things. But it's kind of it adapts around the individual. And if someone can't make it in to meet you or, or train with you, if there was a little bit of advice just on what they could do, like themselves at home, just to start building some momentum. Well, movement is medicine. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. You've got to move, and uh, you've got to get make and actively get out and try. And it's it, I know people say it before but even even if it means getting out for a walk it's really important to get outside in the sun get some vitamin d go out for a walk but also when you walk you want to get your heart rate up you want to you want to when you're walking you want to put a pace yeah, yeah you want to get out and you really want to i mean most of the time you want to go out for at least half an hour and you probably want to get to do something aerobic for half an hour as many days of the week as you can get a good half an hour in of that if you possibly can and that and but once you start to get it's the, the the human body is really interesting how it adapts as well. Once you get to the stage whereas you're you're n when people start to walk, they'll be walking in zone one naturally because they're not very that's fit. That's a heart rate. So if you've that's got a heart, heart rate, rate monitor, yeah. it's it's beneficial. And that's right. You can but see it. Yeah. You'll be able to see it. But as they get fitter, um, they'll actually make those those physiological adaptations, and then they'll not be walking in zone one anymore. That's when they might need to add in a bit. You see, so eventually yeah. you need a bit more or a bit, a slightly more intensity to kind of keep the same effect. So yeah, that's you how you can... your heart rate will be yeah. lower because you're getting fitter. So it's still so good to get, see the numbers right. come down. That's you'll right. walk at the same pace, but your heart rate will be lower. Well, instead of being, instead of walking at 80% of your max heart rate, you'll be walking at suddenly at 55% yeah, after a few adapting. weeks and months yeah. of that. And yeah. so then that's when it's saying, okay, if you want to add in and then actually improve your health even more, we can. Brilliant. So, but just move without it. And then, move. in terms of like the strength training, because obviously it's very technical the way that the Christian does it. It's you know, it's it's the big compound movements that you know the many of the movements people would know, such as deadlift, squat, done in the right way. Yeah. But for those type of things, is there anything people can do, or really do they need to see a specialist? 
Uh, no, I would say I would say that in general, that I think the one thing to be really handy would be to keep an eye on what we do. We work really hard on things like uh, squat positions and on yeah. how you set your back in the right position when you're when you're lifting things up or when you pick things up. And I would think I would think in general in daily life when you're doing anything is to be aware of. Um, when you when you stand up, for example, trying as little as you can not to use your as much as you can not to use your hands to stand up. So, right, like for right, example, yeah. people standing up from here rather than have it standing up using yeah, yeah. their arms to stand up all yeah. the time, and um, to make sure you're kind of thinking about posture all the time. Walking upstairs, for example, yeah. just keeping yourself in good posture. Everything we do when we strength train is about maintaining posture. Yeah. We want to do it all the time. We've worked so much with athletes for so many years and maintaining these positions, these postures, etc., and making sure that your back's got this little natural uh, lumbar extension and um, holding your stomach muscles and your glutes in the right positions and your hips, musculature, etc., in the right positions. It's really important, but we'll be putting stuff on our Instagram and on our Facebook all Brilliant. the time where people can learn. And it means that when they're doing anything like picking things up in real life, you just won't, you, you want to think about that a little bit uh, when you do that. The one thing that we love about what we do is is the posture aspect of it and having people kind of walking like a bit like here and walking out get, yeah. here. And everything yeah. is about this. It's about this and people coming in. And so they, they come in, they walk out and they walk tall and they walk properly. And when you walk, you walk, we will get people walking like this as well um, and with these, with these right postures. And it's just really important. So every time you, you squat, Andy, for example, I'm looking at your posture the entire time. Yeah. I'm looking at your back. I'm looking at your hips. I'm looking at the position you're in. I'm looking at the bar path. I'm looking at everything, making sure everything is, that your posture is right. As soon as it starts to go, I know that I'm probably going to have to work on that, drop your weight down, whatever it is. It's, it's a really important thing. Yeah. But every time I pick something up in here, we're lifting weights, lugging weights around all day. I'm always Thinking in position. Yeah. It's the transfer of what we do into everyday life. Brilliant. But you can work these in everyday life all the time. Yeah, see? exactly. So you go out walking, get out moving, picking things up. You can do that all the time. Brilliant. And then keep your eye on the Instagram, the Facebook, because then the guys and the team will be posting and talking about you know different positions and tools and tips and techniques if you can't physically make it into uh, Baddow Park over the next couple of days. But I'm just looking at the messages. There's loads of people saying they're going to come out, I think. Also, what I think it's, cool. it's good for is a skipping rope. Oh, the skip, yes, yeah, so we haven't even talked uh, about skipping. And keep an eye, keep an eye on our, on our uh, over time on that because we'll be doing lots of skipping rope. We could rope get Rosa, Rosa will be, um, yeah. Like the skips Rosa, double could, Rosa could skip in the background. Yeah, yeah, we get Rosa skipping in the background next time. Yeah, yeah. maybe. All oh, right, we can talk about menopause yeah. as well. That's a, that's a top subject yeah. in here. If anyone well, wants that to come would be a great conversation. That. Emma's uh, um, loves that subject as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's her favourite subject. I'm fighting it. Yeah. Oh, there's Rosa Prados on there as well. All right, so we don't have a website yet, but yeah, Instagram page and Facebook. Yeah, so there isn't a website. There's an Instagram and a Facebook. Like this yeah. is literally the, the, the studio's just opened. So that's right. We'll lock this stuff. Yeah, yeah all right, will perfect. email us and we will yeah. we will be in contact. And we're looking to develop the uh, the means of communication uh, more and more as as we go on. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that as well. I'm sure with many of our groups. Yeah, cool. Great. All right, team. I think we'll wrap it up there. I, I can see through the, the comments. There's loads and loads of great stuff on there. I'm sure everyone enjoyed that. We'll do it again. We might make this a bit more as well. If you enjoyed this episode please check out the shorter episodes which are clips from my daily live show the fun side of the island with andy ramage that you can join every day at 7 15 a.m bst by following at andy ramage official on facebook instagram and on youtube search for andy ramage also for the first time ever i'm now training double accredited coaches in my unique coaching blueprint go to andyramage.com and check out courses for more information and if you'd like to train with me on my latest online live course, The Arate Way, also head to andyramage.com courses. I'll make no secret of it. I would love to train with you. So let's make it happen. And I thank you for listening. It's deeply appreciated. The best thing you can do to show some love to the podcast is to click subscribe or follow. And don't forget the sponsors, Athletic Greens, who are giving our listeners a free year supply. Yes, free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today when you go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Andy Ramage and sign up. 
And I love it most of all when you share the episode, you enjoy it on social media. You can just take a screenshot as you listen and then put it out and tag me in at Andy Ramage Official on Facebook and Insta. You're amazing. Finally, you can sign up to my free newsletter where I share exclusive posts along with things I'm enjoying, such as podcasts, books, quotes, TED Talks, and much more. And many of you message to say this is your favorite thing that I produce. So please check it out by going to andyramage.com and there is an option to sign up at the footer of every page. As always, a massive thank you to Matt McCormick for producing the podcast and thank you to Austin Sweetman for your digital promotions. You can find me on team at andyramage.com, at andyramageofficial on Insta and Facebook and Andy Ramage on YouTube. See you back here soon for another episode. Let's do this. Thank you.